Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And man, what a time of year it is in the sporting world. You got baseball starting. You got the NBA and NHL playoffs. But how about the NBA playoffs yesterday and all the games that went on yesterday? We literally saw two straight Go ahead and game time three point shots in less than a second. We also saw the Cleveland Cavaliers get completely annihilated at home by the Indiana Pacers. We saw Paul George cooking in Oklahoma City. And then we saw James Harden drop 44 points on the Minnesota Timberwolves. But we're going to get started with the Pacers and the Cavaliers today. The Indiana Pacers defeated the Cavaliers. 98-80, to Victor Oladipo dropped 32 points and led all scores. LeBron James had 24 points, but shot 7 of 17 from the field. He may have had a triple-double, but he had three costly turnovers and had a plus-minus of negative 13. Other than LeBron James, the rest of the starters were unable to score more than 10 points. Larry Nance Jr. and J.R. Smith each had 10-plus points off of the bench. But for the Indiana Pacers, this is a big statement win. You want to talk about a statement and to prove everyone that we are here, that's what the Pacers did last night. And they did not just beat Cleveland. They dominated from start to finish. They were up as many as 23 points. Cleveland did cut it down to single digits. But then Victor Oladipo got it cooking in the fourth quarter. And the Indiana Pacers defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers. If you're a Cavs fan, are you worried? You should be worried because the fact that your team struggled that badly, LeBron James did his part, but there, but no one else really stepped up. Jeff Green had zero field goals. Kevin Love only had nine points. Rodney Hood only had nine points. George Hill only had seven. Like, you guys have to step up and give LeBron, if you guys want to make the finals, because we all know how the Sixers looked on Saturday night, dropping 130. And we also know how Toronto finally got over their, their game one snide into the Kyle Lowry and the Marta Rosen era. And they got a big win over the Washington Wizards. And man, I have a bone to pick with John Wall and his performance. I get it. He had 24 points and 15 assists. But you shoot 6 of 20 from the field and had numerous turnovers? Come on, John Wall. You're better than that. And you know that you're better than that. But anyway... To all, my, to all my Cavs fans, you have to be worried after this game. It's game one, I get it. You guys will still probably win this series. But the fact that the Pacers were able to, were able to stop you guys on defense, if you guys play better teams in the next couple rounds, you guys might not last. You guys might not survive. But we all know how Toronto plays when they play against Cleveland. But we'll just have to wait and see. But to continue the games, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics Played a top-notch, solid game from start to finish. The game went into overtime after uh, Middleton hit a game-tying three with .5 seconds left on the clock. And the Boston Celtics ended up dominating in overtime, winning 113-107. to Giannis Antetokounmpo had 35 points, but he did also foul out in the game. Al Horford led the Celtics with 24 points and 12 rebounds. And four assists. Jason Tatum had an excellent rookie debut, playoff debut, 
adding 19 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. And I, I tried to tell you guys, this Boston Celtics team, with Brad Stevens as their coach, they will always find a way to scrap, find a way to earn and make, it, and make the team earn it on the offensive end. That's why I have Boston winning this series in seven. This is going to be a classic series. Then you had the Oklahoma City Thunder take on the Utah Jazz. Paul George dropped 36 points. He was breaking people's ankles and not missing anything. And the Oklahoma City Thunder defeated the Utah Jazz 116-108. to 108. Donathan Mitchell also had a great rookie debut, playoff debut. He had 27 points and 10 rebounds. Carmelo Anthony had 15 points. Westbrook had 29, 13, and 8. And Paul George had 36 points and hitting eight three-pointers. Paul George was not missing from anywhere. And it's good that he got out of his shooting slump because coming into the postseason, Paul George was very worried about his jumper. And it's good to see him step up and just dominate like we all know Paul George can. And to conclude Sunday's games, the Houston Rockets and the Minnesota Timberwolves played another hard-fought game, but James Harden was the X-factor in this game. Dropped 44 points on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Andrew Wiggins had 18 points. Jeff Teague led with 8 assists. Harden had 44-8-4, including 7 from 12 from 3-point th- from range. Carl Anthony Towns only had 8 points, and Jimmy Butler only had 13 points. Your Houston Rockets look great defensively. That's another thing that's changed from this year and last year. Last year, they were not a good defensive team. This year, with adding Chris Paul, the Houston Rockets are on a whole, a whole another level. And it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen in the rest of the postseason. But that concludes Sunday's games from the NBA. And my biggest takeaway from, from all the games I saw yesterday was the Indiana Pacers completely beat, upsetting the... <clears throat> Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James has to be a better leader, has to be a better leader to his teammates. And Tyron Lue, you have to do something, buddy. It looks like you're aging so much. In in just four years, I want I saw a guy go from perfectly brown hair to now completely gray hair. The stress is on for Tyron Lue. But to transition to the NHL, you had the Pittsburgh Penguins defeat the Philadelphia Flyers 5-1. Crosby scored his fourth goal of the season. And again, the Flyers, you could just see they're a young team. Game two, they played their best hockey. Game three, sloppy again, just like how it was game one. The Minnesota Wild defeated the, the Winnipeg Jets 6-2. And now they improved the series now 2-1 in their favor, in Winnipeg's favor. The Blue Jackets finally, oh, they beat the Washington Capitals again on the road. So how about this, folks? I said on my radio show last Thursday that the Capitals were going to get upset, and they lost back-to-back home games to the Columbus Blue Jackets. They lost 5-4 to four in overtime. And your Las Vegas Golden Knights are now up three games to none over the Los Angeles Kings. Bring out the brooms, folks, because the Golden Knights are going to sweep the LA Kings. But that concludes the NHL. I did a quick little NHL topic. But um, to everyone, to all my NHL fans or NBA fans, what can you guys take away from the playoff games yesterday and as we advance uh, during the week, as we play, as more playoff games come, who do you think is going to advance? Feel free to call into the station, 
and hit that favorite button on Anchor for Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. You can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on iTunes, Google Play, Podcast app, and the Overcast app. And hit that favorite button on Instagram at Swoop Podcast underscore. And hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Swoop Podcast. But hope you guys have a good one. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop! Hey everyone, and welcome back to the second topic of the Swoop radio station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And earlier I talked about the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, and now we are going to transition to Des Bryant for the Dallas Cowboys. I've been saying this since day one, since the season has been over, that Des Bryant needed to leave Dallas. He's not a fit there anymore. Ever since Dak Prescott has been the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, him and Dez are not able to connect on the deep ball. It's not uh, a knock on Dez or a knock on Dak. It's just Dez Bryant light, light, loves to jump balls, and Dak Prescott is more of a system quarterback. He likes to throw, keep it short, accurate throws. He doesn't really like to throw deep shots. That's just how the two players are. They play two different styles. But... The Dallas Cowboys did not even offer him a pay cut or nothing. So Des Bryant, they literally just let Des Bryant walk. They cut him from the team. They did free up a lot of cap space. I believe around $9 million of cap space. So the Dallas Cowboys are probably going to go wide receiver or try and get something in the draft and or in free agency. But uh, Des Bryant said that he wanted to stay in the division but if you look at the other division foes, the, the most likely team Dez could go to in the division is possibly the Giants. I don't see Dez Bryant going to the Washington Redskins because what is there to play for in Washington? You have Josh Norman on the defensive side who you've bumped heads with numerous times. And also, you have, you're going to have Alex Smith throwing you to football. You don't want that. So you want... Then if you if you're Dez, if you want to stay in the division, the Eagles, of course, are the defending Super Bowl champions. But here's the thing with the Eagles. We just signed Mike Wallace to a deal. So we have no cap space for you, Dez. So sorry, Des Bryant. It looks like your wish to come to the division will have to be with the with the New York Giants. But do they have enough cap space to sign you? Because you weren't a want a lot of money. A team that I can definitely see Des Bryant going to is the New England Patriots. They traded away Brandon Cooks. They they cleared up. They got rid of a lot of players. Nate Soldier. They got rid of Deion Lewis. They got rid of Malcolm Butler. So they have the cap room to get somebody and get that superstar wide receiver who Des Bryant has the potential to be. I know these past three years he's had to deal with injuries and a lack of inconsistencies, but if he's put on a team with a great quarterback that loves to throw the jump ball, and that is Tom Brady, Watch out, folks. Des Bryant could have a reawakening of his career. So I honestly think the best fit for Des Bryant is to go to New England. And if not New England, probably you can probably go to the 49ers and with Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the best up-and-coming quarterbacks in the NFL. And if you give him a big target in Des Bryant, man, that position is solidified. 
But what do you guys think? You guys can call into the station. Uh, hit that favorite button on Anchor for Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. There's also links to iTunes, Google Play, Podcast app, Overcast app. And and you can check out Swoop, po- Swoop Radio on YouTube at Swoop Podcast. But what do you guys think about Des Bryant? Feel free to call into the station, voice your opinion. But, but I hope you guys have a great day. Be safe out there. It is raining a lot today. But this is Josh signing off. Swoop! <laughs>